Keep your friends close and your online accounts closer. Because horrifyingly, 7 million online accounts are hacked every single day. What makes matters worse is that 95% of those hackers are never caught. With the world becoming more and more interconnected digitally and through IoT devices, the threat of cybersecurity attacks is growing exponentially. As we've seen with recent attacks on oil and water companies, the ramifications of remaining vulnerable can be devastating. Because of this, it is crucial that we put cybersecurity at the forefront of our minds as our society becomes more and more technologically advanced. I am your host, Mike Lake, and in today's preview, I'll be talking with Chastity Wright and Doug McCullough about how their company, Infiltron, is on a mission to secure the smart cities of the future and every online account while they're at it. Innovation. Resiliency. Discovery. Join Mike Lake, President and CEO of Leading Cities, as we explore the technologies shaping the possibilities of our future with a preview of tomorrow. Hello and welcome, Doug and Chastity. It's so great to have you here on another episode of Preview of Tomorrow. I really thank you both for taking the time to join us. And of course, I also want to thank you, all of our listeners and viewers. Um, this is going to be an exciting episode, and I'm really pleased and uh, proud to introduce you to both Doug McCullough, who is the CEO of Infiltron Software Suite, and Chastity Wright, who is the founder and CTO. Um, this is a company, if you haven't heard of it, you should know about it because they have created the world's first proven AI blockchain quantum solution for end-to-end -end supporting architecture encompassing real-time proactive protection and lifecycle management. Now, that is a mouthful. <laughs> uh, but what, what we're really talking about here is uh, I'm going to simple it down for uh, you know a simple mind like my own uh, to say we're talking cybersecurity, folks. Um, so, Doug Chastity, before we jump into this, which is obviously a huge and growing problem, tell us a little bit about yourselves. Well, sure. I'll, I'll go first. I'm Doug McCullough, and uh, I've been the chief information officer for two cities. So I have looked at firsthand the whole smart cities movement, dealt with uh, smart mobility, connected and autonomous vehicles, and seen how cities are dipping their toes into blockchain. And so I have a lot of experience dealing with questions of how we're going to remain secure. And uh, I got associated with Chastity. And we found that this security problem or security solution is just awesome. And, and we both jumped in with both feet. So, Yeah, and I'm Chastity, right? And I'm the founder and the, kind of the catalyst of this solution. And uh, my background uh, stems from being in the military, serving in the U.S. Air Force, where uh, cybersecurity is a major, major topic of discussion. It's a major uh, part of projects. Um, and I was in during the Iraqi and uh, Afghanistan war, so even more heightened sense of sure. security and cybersecurity. So, and my background is I'm an aerospace engineer by trade, uh, did telecommunications. Um, I've worked it with every type of software you can imagine. And with having that high level insight, 
um, Infiltron, you know, in a we're going to round it up, Infiltron kind of was birthed out of having the insight of different industries and seeing the vulnerabilities of those industries and knowing that we were moving to more innovative technologies such as artificial intelligence, machine learning, deep learning, and definitely in, uh, you know, city settings as well. Well, before we go even one step further, I want to thank both of you sincerely for your public service uh, in the military and, of course, municipal government. Uh, we don't we don't pause enough to thank those who serve the public. So thank you both. No problem. Um, now let's talk a little bit about cybersecurity. Um, I mean, it, it, there are just so many hacks uh, every single day. I mean, I've seen, and maybe these numbers are even outdated, but millions of hacks every single day. Is that right? Woo! It's <laughs> it's uh it, it's it's kind of moving toward from the from the M to the B to the T, Michael. So, yeah. uh, <laughs> you know, as again, as I kind of hinted in my introduction, as we introduce more innovative technologies, what we're seeing is that the attack surface is broadening too. Um, the vulnerabilities are increasing, uh, so that means that the opportunities for hackers to attack is increasing. So. Um, that number is rolling. <laughs> it's a running number. <laughs> and it's a serious number. I mean, a scary number. Um, yes. I mean, this, these are not small numbers that are getting bigger by the day. These are big numbers getting giant by the day. That's right. It's, and, and, and it's, let, let's face it, at least, again, as I understand it, most of the hackers out there are not actually even caught. 95% um, are never caught. Uh, that's that's been the number um, from our research, and you're talking about just online. You have about seven million online hacks per day, and a new attack happens um, around 39 seconds every 39 seconds. So, you know, as I said, that's that that million is is way far, you know, in the billions at this point. But yeah, those numbers are very alarming and. The issue that kind of coincides with that is that the cybersecurity workforce is not able to keep up with it. Um, from the traditional standpoint and the traditional task of cybersecurity consultants, analysts, there's already a shortage, but the, the, the shortage is going to increase as we, you know, up the level of technologies we're using. So, you know, those are some of the things that Infiltron tries to uh, answer and, and, and give a solution for. Well, and that's another point, right, is that not only are the number of, of attacks increasing, but the number of people who are gaining broadband access uh, and therefore creating more accounts, the more applications that are out there to have an account for, the number of IoT devices, Doug, you know, talking a little bit more about that smart city piece. I mean, we, we're talking about billions of connected devices um, yes. around the world. Uh, yeah. Every one of these things is is just another point of vulnerability, right? That's correct. And, and more like trillions of devices and you could throw in un anonymous devices. So very difficult to track. The, the devices become the method of attacking the other devices. And it's unlikely or we feel with Infiltron, unlikely that you're going to have really solid security in in home cameras, in uh, cameras that sit by the roadside and sensors and those kinds of things. They're probably not going to be secure very well. So we need internal uh, solutions that can deal with 
that attack vector. Uh, there's just the devices become so simple to use, and that's why we're seeing more attacks and more success in attacks. So let's talk about Infiltron because I want to wrap my head around this a little bit. And, and let me first start by asking um, in terms of application, clearly there's a lot of applications, but is is this at the enterprise level? Is it is it able to help the individual? Give me a little sense on that. Yeah, that's a great question. First of all, yes and yes. It is at the enterprise level. Infiltron was designed to fit into uh, where it needed to be. The first conception of it was actually as an app that could sit on your phone and help you as a consumer. Uh, but we've recognized that at the enterprise level, um, governments, uh, military bases, companies, manufacturing plants, that the basic premise behind the solution works on a mass level. So it, it, the answer to that is both. So this is exciting to me on a personal level because I got to tell you, I, I love smart technologies, right? Uh, smart home devices speaking at the individual level. Um, and yet one constant question is how secure are these things, you know? And it's great to have, you know, all these devices. And, you know, my wife and I, we have a toddler and uh, we, we watched with horror uh, on the news when there was that... Um, clip of a uh, of a family with a young daughter who had the somebody young daughter hack, over Christmas. Yeah, exactly. Christmas. Hack into the the nursery camera and talk to her like he was Santa Claus. I mean, this is this is terrifying to parents. And it's uh, real. <laughs> it, it's it's real. And yet, I, you know, as much as we want to have these devices in our homes, uh, they do make life, you know, more convenient or more accessible or whatever. But there is this threat, um, and let's face it, most people just don't have the capacity or the wherewithal or insights to properly protect themselves. So yeah. how does the Infiltron help that individual? So I, I'm glad you asked that, and, and it's interesting because I think we've been chasing after the security of a device and not looking at the security of the scenario and, and uh. the people involved. Uh, that particular example is a difficult one to run down, but the, the, the bottom line is, is that there is a person who should have had access to that device and to that other person. And we can identify that person. And one of the things that uh, Infiltron does is it does three-factor biometric identification. Uh, so we know who the individual is, and then we can monitor that person. An example that we would have in, in like a smart city or uh, an IoT network someone has to go and work on that radio or work on that camera. That person has an identity. We know who should have access to that, or we should. Before someone gets access to a physical device or the network where that device is attached to, we should be able to identify them. That's where our blockchain comes in. We store the biometric information on the blockchain, so that it's very difficult for that to be spoofed in any way. We also have it so that not only does that person who is accessing that device have uh, the authority to do it, but the person who is giving the, the authority to do it uh, is also identified there. So that's the end-to-end -end protection of things. And it's, if you did that with all of these devices, you'd worry a lot less about securing the device and worry more about who's touching the, the device, how is it being used, and observing those things.
Wow, that's a, so that's really interesting. So when you're talking about deployments like that, it's it's scalable. Absolutely. We've been able to scale with some of our paying customers fairly quickly. Um, right now, we're covering um, somewhere around seven to 10,000 um, devices and users in beta. And we were able to scale up uh, within three weeks. So, you know, scalability, you know, again, being in an environment like the military, the Air Force, you know, scalability is another thing that kind of comes in the wheelhouse and, and you just take everything that you've learned and in the spaces that you've been in and you come up with a with a solution like Infiltron. So scalability is a major, a major component of us. We wanted it to be easy and user friendly and, and able to protect coming like coming out of the gate. Sure. You know, uh, so the G20 uh, has put together the Smart City Global Smart City Alliance that's managed by the World Economic Forum. Who, who asked me to join their cybersecurity uh, task force. And one of the things uh, we talked to the cities about uh, to see where should we create some foundational policies around cybersecurity. One of the foundational things was actually in the governance side. And so Doug, I'll ask you uh, in your own experience, oftentimes in cities, cities that have actually created a position for CISO, as we call them, you know, Chief Information Security Officer, um, oftentimes that individual is is tasked with maintaining the security of the, the cybersecurity of the city um, and has all the responsibility, but oftentimes not the authority, uh, meaning not having the authority to choose which devices or which programs are being uh, used by the city um, or having control of a budget to to select a solution like Infiltron. So how do you how do you tackle that question when it comes to engaging cities? Sure. And our message to CISOs or CISOs is uh, this is your solution. Uh, we we're here to answer that for you. And one of the issues that cities and security officers are always going to have is running down the latest threats making policies and making changes. It's a, it's a hamster wheel that we're always running off of. That's why we need to use artificial intelligence to analyze attacks and actually generate policies on the fly and also the ability to show people this is what's happening, even if it's not happening in your network at this time. So what we want is a CISO to be in a position to say another city in another region just experienced this thing our policies are being updated right now. When a CISO has a actual threat, they tend to get approved, they tend to get budget. But when you just have fears, that's not a good way to design a almost a brick wall that's gonna protect you from everything. That's not realistic. We have to use artificial intelligence and monitoring what's happening in other benchmarks that are not even us. And, and that's where I think cities, state agencies, counties, small governments, bases will all be able to do what we need to do because it's approaching things a little bit more like with a scalpel than with a sledgehammer. Yes. Well, let me ask you both this. Uh, and, and sadly, our time is already running to, to an end here. <laughs> you said uh, that and I feel like we're just getting started. Right. <laughs> uh, but um, let, let's assume for a moment that Infiltron is deployed in every use case you can imagine, and let's go out 10, 20, 50 years, it doesn't matter. 
tell explain to me and to our listeners and viewers what is the impact that is created from from that this opportunity that Infiltron provides so I think I'll go first because I know Doug's gonna gonna simplify it for you. I think that we need to start in the smart city technologies as far as they're concerned. We need to understand that they're all um, created equally when it comes to cybersecurity risk. They're going to, you know, we we want to be able to know what type of recyclables are in a trash can and that that trash can is full. We want to be able to take steam and turn it into renewable energy. We want that. We know that Mother Earth needs to be healed. We are aware of that, even as cybersecurity folks. However, as we're introducing these technologies into a legacy system that is migrating to a smart city, um, what we see in the future is that um, we're able to be in a part of the development of these solutions, whereas they're being implemented as an afterthought, and we're having to kind of go back in time and and realize what the vulnerabilities are, where we can work beside these solutions and show them decrease or or mitigate the issues around cybersecurity from creation. That's what I see. Yeah, and if I could just throw in there, Michael, we are losing the ability to encrypt things because of quantum computing. And we're going to reach a moment in which quantum can break all encryption. We need to be quantum secure. And uh, Infiltron does that. Uh, so 10, 20 years from now, that will be a, the case. And the other thing is that blockchains as an information infrastructure will be commonplace. And we will be able to save biometric information on a blockchain. And that's going to keep us a lot more secure. Other solutions will begin to copy what Infiltron is doing 10 or 20 years from now. And we will have moved on to something even better. <laughs> well said. Well, listen, I, I want to thank you both for not only your time today, but also for uh, just this incredible work that you're doing now. And and the, as I said at the beginning, the, the amazing service you've done for all of us and, and what you did before now. <laughs> um, so it's an honor to have you both uh, on Preview of Tomorrow. Thank you so much, Michael, for having us, you and Peter. Thanks, Michael. <laughs> And thank you for tuning in to this episode of Preview of Tomorrow. Listeners like you are essential to advancing our efforts to drive resiliency and sustainability for all. I ask that you give us a rating on Apple Podcasts or whichever streaming platform you prefer. Your feedback helps us to grow and share these brief previews of what life in the future can be. In addition to thanking our guests today, I want to thank Peter Roy and Demetria Bridges for making this podcast possible. If you enjoyed this episode, please subscribe and encourage others to also join us each week in previewing the possibilities of tomorrow. Preview of Tomorrow is brought to you by Leading Cities, a global nonprofit driving resilience and sustainability for all by unleashing the potential of the world's cities. Join them at leadingcities.org.